Welcome to the DAS Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, SEL Consultant and Dean of Students. Here on the DAS, relationships and communication come first. That's why every week our goal is to provide social-emotional learning solutions for your school community. You can learn more about me and the DASH podcast at TreyGamers.com, where you'll find our middle and high school SEO workbook, Every Decision Counts, more about the DASH podcast, and my story through education. And if you are in need of accessible, autonomous, continued education, check out our adult SEO platform, SELeducators.com the only platform dedicated to adult social-emotional learning activities. Lastly, we want to give a big thanks to the Teach Better Podcast Network for putting together a collection of podcasts dedicated to supporting the entire school ecosystem through in-depth conversations that you care about. Thanks again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. This is The Dash. Educators, welcome back to The Dash Podcast. This is a special series on SEL Foundations. We've shifted away from the majority of our episodes being with one-on-one interviews and moving deeper into the understanding and awareness of social-emotional learning, both for us as individuals and for school-wide implementation. So, you know, just two weeks ago now, on March 26th, the second annual SEL day was put on and it was so, so, so much fun. So um, thank you all for all the support and advocacy of SEL day. Thanks to David Adams and Castle and SEL for US for all the work that you all did to make SEL day, the second SEL day, a really, really exciting opportunity. I know on on my end here um, with the Dash and with SEL educators, we really took some time. I think we put together 10 posts for social media. We got a blog that came out. We got a video receiving the proclamation. So I really had a ball and I really had a blast. I know last year there was over 2 million um, engagements on SEL day. And I certainly hope that that number moves up the ladder as we get into our second SEL day. Honestly, I'm getting a little more comfortable here, you know, being in uh, these solo sessions. I'm finding my flow. I'm finding my groove. And today I've actually got a blog for you that is the three levels of SEL implementation. And this was my Teach Better blog podcast or blog for SEL day rather. So it's kind of a long blog, but I want to take some time and walk through this with you because it puts a lot of emphasis on things that I've talked about a whole lot, but perhaps there wasn't necessarily a visual for. So we won't go through everything in the blog, but I do want to highlight the three levels of SEL implementation. Our top takeaways for this period is that SEL is just as important as academic learning. SEL is just as important as academic learning. The second For successful SEL implementation, teacher training frameworks must develop educators' social-emotional competence and understanding of students' social-emotional learning needs. Third, the best way to integrate SEL is by adding SEL POC sessions to your regular schedule. 
Castle offers a school-wide guide to SEL, and they have specific downloads for you to integrate SEL into your monthly PLC meetings. That's something that we do at my school as well, PDMSTA here in South Carolina. And lastly, in the third level, we go through our classroom practices. So, um, you know, a lot of the things I've already kind of started off, but or I've already discussed, but in level one of SEL implementation, developing educator social emotional competence, there's a national scan by Castle, and it explores the teacher preparation process. And so there's a couple, there's three key findings that I really wanted to highlight and did highlight in this article that blow my mind. Number one, colleges of education in 47 states have developed one to three teacher SEL dimensions. Remember, there's five core skills. The only program that addresses four of the five SEL dimensions is in the District of Columbia. So what does that mean? Most teachers are getting some adult SEL training in college. However, it says three, the two missing competencies are self-awareness and self-management. Self-awareness and self-management are not involved in mostly all teacher preparation programs. So we're building the, the teacher skills, three of the five, but we're not hitting on the self-awareness and self-management of educators. Key finding number two, the promotion of student SEL is given little attention in required courses and teacher preparation programs. In all colleges, education in the US, 49 states did not address any of the five core student SEL dimensions. 49 states did not address any of the five core student SEL dimensions. So that, what this means is that we are developing the capacity of ourselves, of us as educators. We're getting some of that growth in college, but we are not learning how to help our students understand and receive this information uh, to take action on it as a part of their life. 49 states are not teaching how to implement student SEL. But once you graduate college and you get a job in K-12, there's typically all 50 states require some level of SEL competence for your students. And lastly, state level certification coursework that develops teacher SEL, oh, state level certification requires coursework that develops teacher SEL, but does not address student SEL and learning context. But my question is always, how can we expect to impact students if we're not supporting teachers, if we're not teaching teachers? So I think what's, uh, you know, once more to highlight this pro-social classroom model, I know this is a little bit blurry for you perhaps on the screen, so I'll make sure I share the link with you so that you can see it. Because we are not emphasizing student SEL, that makes the development of teacher social emotional competence and educator social emotional competence even more important because our skills our self-awareness management relationship skills responsible decision making um, and self or social management create these three 
factors that drive students' social, emotional, and academic outcomes. Teachers with high SEL, social, emotional competence, and well-being tend to have stronger student-teacher relationships, more effective classroom management, and effective SEL implementation. Put together, this develops your healthy classroom climate and gives our students the social, emotional, and academic development that we need to truly thrive in this new world. That was true before the pandemic, but it's even more so true now that we have missed out on our social interaction and engagement. We've got to be able to build these skills, even if we're going to be virtual for the rest of our life. The emphasis, the first level of SEL implementation is developing SEL or educator social emotional competence. So that way we have a better understanding of student SEL and we can truly make that impact. The research from the same um, study, this, the national scan shows that kids learn better. Kids perform better when their teachers have high social emotional competence. Level two, the integration of SEL with your POCs. This has been a wonderful uh, saving grace for my school, if you will. As a consultant, I often go into schools on their PLC days and we present the PD for that day that's focused on SEL. So I mentioned earlier that Castle has a, um, they really have eight subjects of prompts that you can use to integrate SEL into your PLC days if you wanna add it uh, for a 10 minute discussion, or if you want to have a full hour long PLC day, there is um, a resource here using grade level content area team meetings to support SEL. So we've got, we've got that that you can use. And then also on our platform, SEL educators, we've got a series of courses. We've got a bundle of courses that you can use each month to integrate SEL into your PLCs. And the way that the reason that this is a, it's so important, the right, the reason that this became so important to me is because we need time to collaborate. We need time to reflect. We need time to apply what we've learned to improve our students' social, emotional, and academic outcomes. So we have all these PDs, right? We, we bring speakers in or our administration will uh, complete this training, but we still don't have the time to collaborate. It's a lecture style, it's a um, discussion style, but we don't get the time for reflection and collaboration. And so one thing I've noticed over the past five years as a teacher is that we, we crave that time because in the classroom, and I've been in the classroom the last six weeks, teaching five classes for students, you don't get much of a break. You, you can't go to the bathroom when you want to. You, you've got 10 kids online, 10 kids in your classroom that you're trying to uh, make sure they stay on track and, and you can go crazy. My first couple of weeks in the classroom from being administrator, going back in as a teacher for six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, after about a month, I felt like I was about to lose my mind a little bit because I needed some more regulation throughout the day and throughout the week. There was so much to get done with my students. And then when I left the students, there was so much to get done administratively. And for classroom teachers, it's probably more so on a planning front that, that I was just overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed and, and wasn't sure what to do. But fortunately, we have 
SEL foundations in our school. And I practiced SEL myself and was able to, to recognize my feeling of overwhelm and find out how to slow down a little bit. So most PLCs are more traditional and that includes being talked at with information that's only sometimes relevant and there's no opportunity to connect or provide support. You may remember this framework from another episode that we had, I believe 190, about how PLCs impact SEL, but there's four key factors when, when asked, when teachers were asked of what they wanted to see in their PLCs. Relevant, interactive, educator-driven, and continuous. In the prompts outlined in CASEL's uh, team meeting support, our supportive classroom environment, integration of SEL into instruction, explicit SEL instruction, and student-centered discipline. Each of these is a core foundation of school-wide social-emotional learning, and it all fits as well in this framework of relative, interactive, educator-driven, and continuous improvement. So I would challenge you to take 10 minutes of your regular PLC meeting dedicated to SEL, or choose one PLC a month to dedicate to SEL, teacher well-being, and the understanding of students' social, emotional, and academic needs. The last layer of SEL implementation is the classroom. So we went from a school-wide teacher PD lens for level one, level two, stays at the PLC level and allowing the opportunity for our teachers to interact and engage in our leaders as well. Level three is our classroom practices. And this is what I mean by, you know, PLCs being less traditional. So, you know, you, you come through for awareness, that's step one. Level one is all about awareness, bringing teachers the awareness of their own um, SEL competence or educators SEL competence, bringing awareness to how student SEL is being developed. Level two is more of a reflection. How are we creating time and being proactive to engage our educators, to engage our PLCs in conversations that impact our students' social, emotional, and academic outcomes? Level three, we get to the application, and I feel like this is where most professional development usually lacks. We don't have the opportunity to collaborate. So level three, um, we've got the CASEL school-wide indicators of SEL, explicit instruction, SEL integrated to academics, youth voice and engagement, supportive classroom environments. Establishing an SEL team goes a long way in providing supportive community. Educators need to deliver effective SEL implementation in their classroom communities. And that piggybacks off of what we said in level two about that using grade level content area team meetings to support SEL. So at the end of the day, thanks Teach Better for the Come Back Better series, Restore the Practice Package. At the end of the day, we've got to focus on SEL because how can we truly impact this next generation of students if we're not supporting our teachers? 
developing educator social emotional competence means that uh, teachers are spending more time building healthy student teacher relationships, modeling effective classroom management, and implementing SEL with fidelity. And we're also spending less time redirecting behavior. Developing social emotional competence means that administration is spending less time managing tier one fires because our teachers, our classroom teachers, have social emotional competence to solve 80% of their classroom problems. Develop a community of emotionally intelligent educators with decreased levels of stress and improved teacher support practices. Naturally integrate SEL practices with academic learning without overhauling how you plan or prep. And lastly, students feel equipped with the skills like empathy and confidence that they need to be successful after graduating high school. So this is a lot of information. I definitely got the sources here from who was cited um, in the article. And you know, before I let you go, we talk about application, and application is of the utmost importance for me. So that's the wrong website there. That's the landing page. That's what SEO educators is for. We're all about the application. We're all about the opportunities for growth. And before we let you go, I want to highlight um, an opportunity here for you to do just that. Three restorative SEL practices to use in your classroom. The code is still available. Um, I've got some discount codes for you. If you use the code RESTORE, you can have free access to restorative SEL practices to use in your classroom. This is a presentation that was delivered at uh, the Teachers Summer Reboot, a virtual summer conference with over 10,000 educators. And we explore restorative SEL practices and also the resources for implementation in your classroom. So these resources are gonna be excellent for when you bring all your students back face-to-face -face and you're needing to reestablish your expectations that that's the course that you wanna use. Two more free courses that we have, Supporting Teachers to Impact Students. This is more of an advocacy that explores how as social emotional competent teachers affect students' social emotional and academic outcomes. This is directly focused on the pro-social classroom model. And of course, adult SEL self-assessment. This SEL learning course is a, probably the first PD that you can use to integrate SEL into your school community, uh, where we actually do assess your social emotional strengths, limitations, and begin to develop a plan for personal and professional development. Whew. It's a lot of information here today. And once more, I'll make sure that I leave the three levels of SEO implementation blog included in the show notes for this episode. And um, I'm, I'm excited here. I'm working on updating everything that you see, all these visuals, um, getting some chairs set up back there, getting some uh, my bookshelves together. We're looking at really upgrading this process because I'm enjoying having the videos for you. And I hope that you're enjoying the information about applying SEL in your school community. So if you like this episode, go check out the visuals on YouTube. We've been posting 
each episode from 188 on up. Once we started doing solo episodes, those are all on YouTube with the visuals and um, same as Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. So if you like the episode, share it. Go check us out on YouTube and visit seleducators.com so you can get access to your social emotional self-assessment and three restorative SEL practices that you can use in your classroom. Until next time, we'll see you soon. This is The Dash.